1: Welcome to the old-time radio Superman show. For your host Adam Graham, I'm Nathan Caldwell. Be sure to check out all the adventures of Powerhouse by going to laserandsword.com and don't forget to drop a comment on the way. Well, pray white. Has he seen his last story? Will the housing racket be his last story? okay guys we all know Superman wins but how here's parts 7 8 and 9 the final parts to the phony housing racket
3: The following program is transcribed faster than a speeding bullet more powerful than a locomotive able to leap tall buildings at a single bound Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane! It's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents...
2: The Adventures
3: of Superman. Today, while Perry White's life hangs by the thinnest of threads... Even Superman is caught in an amazing chain of circumstances. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, here's something I noticed about that new series of comic buttons you're all collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pep. Uh, Maybe you've noticed it, too. How so many of those funny paper characters look so doggone happy. (laughs) Yes, sir. Notice that big, wide smile on Casper. And Barney Google, too. And Chief Brandon and Superman, of course. Why, even Beezy and Goofy from Harold Teen are are grinning like anything. And these characters are straight from the comic strips, you know. They look mighty keen when you wear them on your jacket or your dresser cap. And you'll want the fun of collecting all 18 pet comic buttons in this new series and trading duplicates with your pals. So remind Mom to keep you supplied with plenty of Kellogg's Pets, because that's the only way you can get these exciting prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but there's a comic button inside every package of Pep. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Pep, the good whole wheat flakes with the extra vitamin B1 to help give you energy for the day and sunshine vitamin D to help build strong bones and teeth. Mom knows Pep is good for you, and everybody knows how good it tastes at breakfast. So ask Mom for lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. <laughs> Now, the adventures of Superman. Abducted when he refused to be intimidated by a gang of racketeers who warned him to stop exposing their housing racket in the Daily Planet, Editor Perry White seemed to have vanished from the earth until Art Duncan, a young war veteran who suspected that he had been swindled by the racketeers, came to Clark Kent's office with a clue that took them to Bunker Heights, where Duncan had purchased a home site from a man named Miller. Meanwhile, Miller received a phone call from Brock Nielsen, leader of the Swindlers, who ordered him to close his office at once and lie low. As we continue now, Kent and the young G.I. have arrived at Miller's little real estate office, which stands on an open field near the junction of two highways. Listen. Well, this Miller got away, Art. The door's locked and the office is empty. Maybe just went out for a while, Mr. Kent. Oh, I don't think so. Look, you can see through the glass in the door. The drawers of the desk are pulled out and they're empty. Not a scrap of paper left. Yeah. Looks as if our bird flew the coop And with my 1,500 bucks, that dirty chiseler. That isn't the worst of it. I was counting on Miller to lead me to Perry White. But now. Uh Uh-oh, look. What? There's a cigarette stub still burning in the ashtray. That means Miller can't have left very long ago. Come on, Art. Where to? To that gas station there at the corner. Somebody there might have seen Miller. Come on, hop into the car. I know Mr. Miller was in his office a short time ago. I just wonder if you saw him leave. Why, yes. He stopped in here just a few minutes ago. Oh? Picked up a tire I'd repaired for him. He did, eh? Well, did he happen to say where he was going? Oh, he didn't. Uh-huh. Do you recall which way he went? I'd say. Yeah, he turned north on number 37 towards Metropolis. Oh, swell. Now, uh, one more question. What kind of a car is he driving? Brand new Chevy Coupe. Thanks very much. So long. <laughs> field for a new Chevy Coupe, Art. Miller can't be far ahead. Yeah, I guess not. Unless he turned off on some side road, Mr. Kent. No, we passed only two side roads, and he didn't turn into either of them. Hey, wait a minute. Hmm? We passed them at 50 miles an hour. How
4: did you see that?
3: Uh, Oh, uh, I've got pretty sharp eyes. Oh. Look sharp, Art. There's a new Chevy Coupe up ahead. Where? There. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I see it. I can't tell who's driving it yet, though. Well, I'll give him the horn and start to pass. You take a good look and tell me if it's Miller. Oh, boy, I sure hope it is that rat. Well, keep your eyes open. Here we go. All set. He's pulling over to let you pass now. Uh-huh. There. How about it, Art? Yeah. Yeah, that's Miller, all right. Come okay, on. it sit tight. I'm going to crowd him to the side of the road. Just pull in front of him and force him to stop. Watch it, Mr. Kent! Don't worry, he's pulling over. Okay. There, we got him blocked. Come on, Art. Right with
5: you. Hey, you. What's the idea of crowding me off the road? Let's
3: send eh? here, you son. E- it It'd be easy. Let me handle this, Artie. Uh, so sorry, Mr. Miller, but we missed you at your office, and we just had to see you. Oh,
0: yeah? Well, who are you? My name
3: is Clark Kent. I believe you and Mr. Duncan have met. i would say
5: we have. Oh, uh, why,
3: well, why, yes. You were at my office the other day, weren't you? Yeah, I sure was. I left 1500 bucks in cold cash with you. You remember that? Oh, of course I remember now, but I'm
0: sorry, gentlemen. I'm in a great hurry. I
3: have a very important appointment in Metropolis. So call me... And in... I'm sorry, Mr. Miller, but I'm afraid your appointment will have to wait a while. Get in beside him from the other door, Art. Okay, Mr. Kent. Now, now, just a minute. I'll get in from this side. Move over, please, Mr. Miller. We'll see how you like being in the middle for a change. Oh, so that's it. Why you... Look out, Mr. Kent. has got a gun. Let go. Yeah. Let, let go. You let won't have it long. Let go, Miller. No, no. Ow. I... will oh, You're breaking my wrist. I'm no, sorry gonna... again. <laughs> it's better. Here, take care of his gun for him, Art. I'll take care of it, all right. Now, then, no, I'll no, listen, you guys. No, you listen, Miller. Where's Perry White? Who? Perry White, the editor of the Daily Planet. I don't know. I never heard of him. Why, you guys are making a mistake. Yeah? How about that lot you saw me last Saturday? I went about it. Is that a mistake, too? Well, what do you mean? You don't own it. That's what I mean. Of course I do. I mean, the corporation I work for does. Bunker Heights, realty corporation. Don't lie, Miller. We've already checked on that land, and we know it's owned by a man named Mitchell, who lives in California. Your phony corporation never owned it. Why, that's a lie. Yeah, well, listen to me. Just a child, minute, Wait a minute. Wait a minute Look, Miller, yes. now we've got you dead to rights, and you can save yourself a lot of grief by talking and talking fast. Why? Mr. White's life is in danger, so tell us where I we can you, find... I I never heard of any Mr. White. I'm a respectable real estate salesman. I don't know what you guys are talking about.
4: Respectable real estate salesman? Yeah. Huh? Listen, Miller, the
3: police want you for grand larceny. If I take you to them, they'll make you talk. Nobody wants me for any grand larceny or anything else. You're making a mistake, I tell We're you. We're not making any mistakes. You and your pals swindled hundreds of veterans out of their savings. Oh, why not? Just as you swindled Art Duncan here by selling them land and even houses you never owned, then closing up the office before they discovered they'd been swindled and opening up in another location. Now, look, you've
0: got me wrong. I. Not only
3: that, but when a detective almost caught up with you, you shot him down in cold blood. Me? I... And when a war veteran discovered he'd been fleeced and started for police headquarters, you shot him down. I didn't do any such thing. Also, you tried to dynamite the Daily Planet because we were warning prospective victims away from you. And when that didn't work, you abducted Terry White. For all I know, you may even have killed him, too. Sheepers, I didn't know all I, that. I didn't, I did you. You got me wrong, Mr. Kent. I insist I'm a respectable businessman, and I don't know anything You're about... You're a thief and a murderer. No, no, I... You're wanted for grand larceny, murder, assault with intent to kill, and now abducted... No, 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 oh, no, Get that chair,
0: you rat, right you deserve it. Uh, Honest, Mr. Kent, I didn't do anything like that. Uh, I just sold lots like Mr. Nielsen told me. Nielsen?
3: Who's he? Why? Uh, I didn't say, I... I don't know. Come on, Miller, come on, talk fast. It's your only chance to help square yourself with the law. Who is Nielsen? Why, he, he'll kill me if I talk. I'll see that you're protected. But you're done for if Perry White dies, too. So talk now. Who's Nielsen? Well, Brock Nielsen... He runs the works, and he's the man I want. Where is he? Well, his office is in his apartment, seven thirteen Fargo Road, Metropolis. If he knows I squealed, seven thirteen Fargo Road. Okay, Art. We'll drop Miller at the local jail. Then I'll call on Mister Brock Nielsen alone. Let's go. Driving into a nearby village, Clark Kent leaves Frank Miller and Art Duncan with the sheriff. Then, secretly resuming his identity of Superman, he streaks to seven thirteen Fargo Street in Metropolis where, once more, in his guise of Clark Kent, he speaks to the doorman. You
5: say Mr. Nielsen went out? Yes, sir, but he said he'd be back shortly. Would you care to wait in the lobby? Uh,
3: no, thanks. No, I'll be seeing him later. Uh, by the way, what number is his apartment? Uh, 10 C. 10 C. All right, thank you. Goodbye. Walking around the fashionable apartment building, Clark Kent steps into an airway, swiftly resumes his identity of Superman, and zooms upward to a tenth-floor window ledge. Ah! he opens a window, steps into Brock Nielsen's apartment, and seats himself in a chair to await the racketeer boss. What will happen now? We'll return in a moment with the dramatic climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, if Superman or Barney Google or Toots and Casper could walk right out of the funny papers and into your living room, they couldn't seem any more real than they do in those swell comic buttons and that new series that you're all collecting from packages of Kellogg's pets. Why, Superman is so doggone lifelike with his bright blue jersey and flying red cape. It seems as if any minute he's going to say, up, up, and away. And it's the same with every single one of those 18 different buttons. They're straight from the funny papers, printed up in bright comic strip colors, too, on white enameled metal buttons that look mighty keen on your jacket or your dress or cap. So how's about reminding Mom to get you some more of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pet? Because that's the only way you can get these nifty comic buttons. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but you get a comic button every time you open a new package of Pep. And boy, that's a thrill. And you get another thrill when you spoon into your morning dish of Pep, believe me, because that catchy golden toasted sunshine flavor is something super delicious. Something to make you want to eat and eat and eat. So hop to it, gang. Ask Mom to get you lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's PEP. <laughs> Superman awaits Brock Nielsen in the latter's apartment. The racketeer boss, together with Brownie, his henchman, are in a nearby cafeteria smoking cigars over their coffee.
5: What time is it now, Brownie? Uh, five minutes to 11. The Daily Planet goes to press at 11, right? That's right, Mr. Nielsen.
3: Think they'll run another big story about
5: it? I don't know. I told Clark Kent if they do, it'll be the end of Perry White. What did he say? He didn't say one way or the other. Uh Uh-huh. Suppose the planet does run the story, do we really rub out white? Yes, Brownie, we do. And we see that Kent finds the body with a note on it saying that unless they stop blasting us, somebody else on the paper gets the word. That's pretty dangerous, isn't it? Don't worry. We can handle it. The planet must be stopped before they ruin our racket all over the country. Yeah, I know, but... Relax, Brownie. Just leave it to me. And half an hour we'll know if the planet pulled in their horns. Yes. If they didn't, goodbye, Perry White.
3: Meanwhile, at his desk in the Daily Planet city room, Assistant Editor Bill Burrows is speaking on the telephone to John Grayson, publisher of the paper. You see, Mr. Grayson, Kent's in charge when Mr. White's gone. And he didn't tell me whether to run this racketeer story or not before he left.
2: He didn't, eh?
3: No. And we go to press in five minutes. The story's already set up and in the presses, but you know those racketeers have been threatening us. Well,
2: they can't threaten the Daily Planet, Burroughs. Run the story.
3: Okay, sir. I didn't want to take the responsibility myself, but if you say so. I do
5: say so. No criminals can tell us what to do. Our duties to the public. Run the story.
3: Right, sir. Goodbye. Goodbye. McKay, this is Burroughs. That racket-busting story goes. Roll the presses. Unaware that he is signing Perry White's death warrant, Bill Burroughs orders the Daily Planet presses to start rolling. What will happen now as Superman waits in Brock Nielsen's apartment for the racketeer boss? And Nielsen waits in a nearby cafeteria for the planet to come off the presses. Tomorrow brings a thrilling, smashing climax. So be sure to be with us. Tune in same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's pet For excitement, the adventures of Superman. is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Tap, the sunshine cereal. Say, on a chilly morning when your nose wakes up half frozen, gang, that's Crumble's weather. Just the time for a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. Kellogg's Crumble's. Why, just the name makes you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles. You know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of real whole wheat, sort of sweet and metal rich This is Crumbles Weather, gang, just the time for crisp, crunchy, crinkly Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. The following is transcribed. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! pep pep's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents
2: the adventures of Superman!
3: Superman sits helplessly by. Ten suspenseful minutes are left in which the fate of Editor Perry White is to be sealed. Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. Say, gang, today I won't be talking to you about Kellogg's pet because it's Christmas Day. Instead, uh, let's talk about what makes Christmas one of the best days in the whole year. Well, first of all, it's a day when lots of dreams come true, when that very special gift that you've been wanting so deeply more than lives up to your hopes. It's a day when you give a happy thought to others, and when the gifts you give warm someone's heart. Thus Christmas and its kindly customs have lived for many, many centuries. It's a day of joy and of cheerfulness, a day that you look forward to and plan for, and a day that you remember ever after. So gang, today, the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek is wishing you the very happiest Christmas of all. And now, the adventures of Superman. As you remember, the Daily Planet has been exposing a huge housing racket in which war veterans are the principal victims. But the racketeers, determined to prevent the newspaper from ruining their profitable game, abducted Editor Perry White and warned Clark Kent that unless the planet stopped exposing them... White would never be seen again. A tip from a war veteran enabled Kent to capture a member of the gang who revealed the address of Brock Nielsen, the ringleader. Then, as Superman, Kent streaked to Nielsen's apartment, where he is now waiting for the racketeer to arrive. Meanwhile, unable to consult Kent, Assistant Editor Burroughs gave the order to run a page one story on the housing racket, unaware that by so doing, he was endangering White's life. As we continue now, Brock Nielsen, accompanied by Brownie, a henchman, saunters out of a cafeteria into the street near his apartment. Listen. Hey, what are the church bells ringing for, Brownie? It's Christmas, Mr. Nelson, don't you know? Oh,
5: now, oh, come on, Brownie. There's a new stand at the corner. I want to get the Daily Planet as soon as it comes out.
3: What's your guess, Mr. Nielsen? Think there'll be another story in it about our racket?
5: All I can say is that if there is, it'll be curtains for Perry White. Well, what if And we... if that doesn't make the planet lay off us, somebody else up there will be next.
3: I guess you know what you're doing, boss, but the planet's a
2: big paper. It's got influence.
5: That's exactly why we've got to shut it up. You know that if we don't, they'll not only spoil our juicy racket in Metropolis, but in the other cities, we haven't hit yet. I guess you're
3: right. But... I'm right. Is uh, the Daily Planet here yet, kid? Not
0: yet, mister. It comes out usually at noon. Yeah.
5: 20 minutes to wait. Oh,
3: it's too cold to wait outside. Let's go back to your apartment.
5: No, I'd rather wait for the planet. Because the boys at the warehouse are standing by for me to tell them what to do about white. Come on. I'm waiting at the cigar store over there. Okay. Look
2: <laughs>
3: at that poor sucker freezing in the Santa Claus caused to... Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas,
5: boy. Nuts. <laughs>
3: you think we ought to call up the warehouse and wish Perry White a merry Christmas?
5: It won't be merry for him if his newspaper blasts us again today. I can promise you that, Brownie.
3: As the two racketeers wait impatiently for the Daily Planet to come off the presses, Superman waits for Brock Nielsen to come home. Alone in Nielsen's apartment, a tall figure in blue costume and red cape stands at a window. And gazes down somberly on gay Christmas throngs carrying brightly wrapped parcels. Immediately below him, the snow-covered park at their backs, a group of youthful carolers lift their voices in song. This should be the season of peace on earth for will to men. Yet Harry White is a prisoner somewhere in great danger. Yes, and all over the world, men, women, and children good and well-meaning as is Mr. White, suffer poverty, indignity, and privation and concentration camps, all because of the selfishness and greed of others, or because the Lord saw fit to give them a different color skin, or place them in a minority race, or simply because they choose to worship him in a different church from that of their oppressors. Love thy neighbor, our Lord said. Do unto thy neighbor as you would have him do unto you. But so many people overlook that. Yes, it would be a good world if all those who profess to worship God really did his bidding. But too many make a mockery of God's grace. Steal from and cheat and persecute their brothers. Like this thieving Brock Nielsen I'm waiting for. I've got to teach him a lesson in the Christmas spirit and see to it that he doesn't cheat Mr. White and Jim and Lois and Poco and a lot of homeless ex-G.I.'s. Out of a happy
2: Christmas.
4: Why, are you tie that radio
3: off, Eddie?
4: Oh, no. It ain't so lonesome with it on. Lonesome? Yeah. But just you and me and that old goat white in this big warehouse, I get lonesome, Joe. Oh, ain't that too bad? Switch
3: over to another station if you have to have it on.
4: Why? I don't like that music, that's why. Well, it's nice music. So you know what this one they're playing now is? I
3: know what it is, and I don't like it. All I've been hearing is this dreaming about a white Christmas and then Christmas carols.
4: Well, why not? It's Christmas, ain't it? Yeah, some Christmas.
3: Cooped up in this cold drafty warehouse watching this guy white. We could be out having some fun.
4: Yeah, that's right. Say, uh... When's Nielsen going to tell us what to do with this palooka?
3: I don't know. Brownie said we'd probably get a call pretty soon. Oh.
4: You think he's going to tell us to finish him?
3: The way I get it from Brownie depends on what comes out in White's paper the Daily Planet.
4: Oh, what do you mean?
3: Well, the planet's been running big stories about Nielsen's racket, see? Telling the public not to pay down any dough for lots and houses till they make sure the guys what's selling the lots really own them, see? Oh. Well, if all the war vets and the other suckers start doing that, Nielsen will be out of business,
4: see? Oh. Well, uh, me, I, uh... I hope Nielsen don't tell us to do anything to White. Why? Why do you care? On the counter Well, on the counter, it's Christmas. What's that got to do with it? Oh, well, I feel funny about pulling any rough stuff on Christmas. When I hear carols and see the Santa Clauses on the street... I get to remembering when I was a kid. Oh. You, you know what, Joe? When I was a kid and me mother and father was living, I used to go to church with them on Christmas. I'll bet you robbed the collection plate. Never on Christmas? I never liked to pull nothing then. Why, that's why I hope you can don't tell us to do nothing to white today.
3: Eddie, the sortie.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I guess I am kind of a softy on Christmas Day.
3: Yeah, better not be any softy if the boss gives us the office today. how
2: if you want to keep eating, my you
3: and you keep your health, too.
4: Yeah. Guess you're right, Joe.
3: You guess? Just try crossing Nielsen and see what you get. You remember what happened to Louie, don't you? Hey. Hey, what's that? Relax. It's just that little playmate White over there kicking at the floor. Oh, uh-huh.
4: listen. Maybe we ought to take the gag out of his mouth, huh? Nah,
3: nah. He might start yelling like he's done before.
4: Well, who's going to hear him around here? There ain't even anybody in the streets in this neighborhood today.
3: Just the same, we ain't taking any chances. Nielsen says, watch this guy till I tell you what to do with him. And that is just what we're going to do.
4: Okay, yo. Okay. Turn that radio off,
3: Eddie. Okay. I hope that's Nielsen. I want to get out of here. Hello? Joe? Yeah, who's this? This is
5: Brock Nielsen. The boy, Eddie.
3: Uh, yeah, Mr. Nielsen. Uh, what's a good word? Get
5: this and get it straight, Joe. I want you and Eddie to be ready to make a quick getaway, you understand? Yeah, when? Well, take your watch. In a few minutes, it'll be noon, and the Daily Planet'll be out then. Now, if a certain story is in it, Brownie will come to the warehouse in the car and give you four long blasts on the horn. When you hear that, take care of Perry White and make your getaway with Brownie. You get it?
3: Yeah, I get it. We wait for Brownie's four blasts on the car horn. Right.
5: And that'll be the signal for White's finish. Now, don't bungle. Don't
3: worry, we won't. Okay.
2: Good man. Come on, folks.
0: I'm going to turn the radio off. Why, Jim, that was pretty. It's the Christmas ditty. I know, but I don't want to hear any more Christmas music while poor Mr. White is in the hands of those racketeers. Oh, whoa, I know. We only knew where he was and if he was all right. I can't stand the suspense. Well, neither can I. I just want to cry. I know what I'll do. I'll sing for you. Oh, no, no, please. I, said I don't want to hear any more music, Coco. It just makes me feel worse. Well, you'll feel better when you hear me play. It's my funny song to drive cares away Oh, no I know a girl whose name is Liz Her friends all call her Lizzie She took a ride on a merry-go-round And now poor Lizzie's dizzy Oh, no, didn't that song poor, get us into enough poor trouble? Poor Lizzie She's really in a tizzy Oh, Polko She goes round and round and round and round oh, and Will round you stop it, Poco? It makes me dizzy Now tell me, true. Don't you feel less, Blue? No, I don't. I feel terrible. Worried about Mr. White. I'm worried about Mr. Kent, too. He isn't at the office, he isn't at his apartment, he isn't here. I, I don't know where he is. I only hope nothing happened to him, too. Oh, don't worry, Sonny. Mr. Kent is nobody. no bunny. I, no, I know he isn't, but just the same. Oh, what's that? Oh, oh, Jim, please don't swoon. It's only the clock, striking noon. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that means the Daily Planet will be on the newsstands now, and people will be sitting down to their Christmas dinners. It's just noon to us, Poco.
3: Jimmy Olsen and Poco listen to the mantle clock chiming out noon of Christmas Day. Unaware that at this moment, Brock Nielsen and Brownie are purchasing a Daily Planet, on the first page of which is a feature story exposing their housing racket. A story that spells doom for Perry White. What will happen as Superman waits in Brock Nielsen's apartment for the return of the racketeer? Don't miss tomorrow's smashing climax of our story, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a transcribed, copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Crumbles. Crumbles. Kellogg's Crumbles. Say that over a couple of times. Just goes with toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, doesn't it? And that's just what Crumbles is. A toasty kind of cereal for a frosty morning, sort of sweet and metal-rich. And you know, gang, Kellogg's Crumbles is the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those crinkly shreds of real whole wheat. So good to eat, and so good for you. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Superman matches wits with villainous racketeer Brock Nielsen as editor Perry White's very existence hangs on a thread. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, I bet you'd have a hard time if someone asked you to pick out your favorite comic button in this new series that now comes in packages of Kellogg's Pet. Maybe you'd say uh, Barney Google is the funniest with his big pug nose and his popping eyes and that silly-looking silk hat. And you'd like Brenda Starr because she's a good-looking. Of course, uh, maybe Superman would get the most votes because he's a doggone handsome with his red cape flying in the wind. Of course, no matter which is your favorite, you'll want to collect all 18 different buttons in this new series. You'll want the fun of trading duplicates with your pals, too. And you wouldn't miss the thrill of wearing pep comic buttons pinned on your jacket or dresser cap. So how about asking Mom to be sure to get you some Kellogg's Pep? That's the only way you can get these swell comic buttons, you know. You don't send in either money or a box stop. But inside every package of Kellogg's Pep you open, there's a nifty new comic button for your collection. And what else do you get from a package of Pep? Mighty terrific eating, believe me. Why, a bowl of those whole wheat flakes for breakfast really starts your day off right. Gives you energy, vitamin B1, and good old sunshine, vitamin D. And is this a tasty way to take in all that good nourishment? I mean, Pep's terrific. Yes, sir, you'll want lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. When he defied warnings to stop exposing a vicious housing racket in the Daily Planet, Editor Perry White was abducted and taken to an old warehouse by order of Brock Nielsen, the leader of the racketeers, who then phoned Clark Kent and threatened that if the planet printed another story about his operations, White was doomed. Kent managed to learn Nielsen's address, and as Superman streaked to the racketeer's apartment. Nielsen, however, was out, and Superman had no other choice but to wait for him to return. Meanwhile, unaware of the latest developments, Assistant Editor Burroughs ordered another big story on the housing swindle to be published in the planet. And as we continue now, at a newsstand near his apartment, Nielsen and Brownie, a henchman, have purchased the noon edition of the Daily Planet, which has just arrived.
4: Listen. Now let's have a look at this
3: paper, Brownie. Does it have a story about us, Mister Neal? Look at this. What? Right on the first page. Uh oh. racketeers, police, war veterans, of millions of dollars in huge housing swindle. Sell land and homes they do not own. How do you like that? I don't. I thought you told Clark Kent it would be the end of Perry White if the planner ran another story about. Not so it. Loud. Come over in this doorway. Okay, but I, don't... I did tell that to Kent on the phone. But apparently he thought I was bluffing. Well, were you? No, I wasn't. And Kent's going to find it out. Because we're going to take care of White and then tell Kent that if he won't be good, he or somebody else in his office will be next. That'll show him we mean business. But it's awfully risky. Don't worry, I know what I'm doing. Where's the car? Just around the corner. Okay. Now get this. I want you to get the car and drive to the warehouse where Joe and Eddie are holding White. Stop in the alley and blow the horn four times. Uh Four long blasts. Joe and Eddie will know what to do. Do you understand? You mean about White? Yes, yes. I told them that when they hear your horn, four long blasts, they were to give it to White and then come down to the alley. You pick them up, drive them across the river, and then come back to the apartment. I'll be waiting there for you. You got that? Yeah, but look, Mr. Nielsen... Whatever it is, skip it. Get going, Brownie. There's no time to waste.
0: Okay, Mr. Nielsen. You're the boss. (laughs)
3: What
5: the... Who... Who... I've
3: been waiting a long time for you to come home, Mr.
5: Nielsen. Who... Who are you?
3: Let's just say I'm
5: a friend of Perry White's. How do White... You... Say, how did you get in my apartment? I... I flew in. Oh, wise guy, eh? Well, get up from that chair and let me have a good look at you. Gladly. And don't try anything. This gun in my hand is loaded. The gun won't
3: help you. Oh, No. Stay where you are. What kind of a costume do you call that? Take a good look. Recognize me. Why, it's... It's Superman. That's right. Now, Miss No, Hilton, no, it's a trick. Don't move. Sorry, Mr. You Hilton... You can't be but... Superman. You're just... I am Superman. Now, let's get Don't out move. of here. Don't move, I said. I'll shoot. Go ahead. Satisfied now? The... The bullets, they... They bounce straight off you. Of course. You... You are Superman. Yes. And now that we've got that over, let's get down to cases. Where's Perry White? I, I don't know. Don't give me that. You're the man I talked to on the phone and Mr. White was with you. So talk now and talk fast. Where is he? Well, I'm waiting. Look, look, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. A deal? Yes. With me? Yes, yes. You've got me, all right. But you'll never find White unless I say so. Now, I'm willing to make a deal with you. Yes. You promise to let me go and I'll tell you where White is. Nothing doing. You're wanted for grand larceny, two murders, and now kidnapping. And the police will be glad to see you. But wait. Unless you deal with me, there won't be any Perry White. Really? You heard me. Everything's set for him to be finished in a few minutes unless I call it off. And I won't call it off unless you and I make a deal. Now, look. I hate to get rough, Nielsen. But since you say Mr. White has only a few minutes to live... That's right. I'll have to forget about turning you into the police to get the truth out of you. There isn't time for that now, so I'll have to get a quick confession out of you myself. (coughs) Let go. What are you going to do? You'll find out... Up with this window. Now,
2: up and away! We're we're
3: flying. Yes, we're five miles up, Nielsen, getting cold. Yes, but, well, you can't scare me. We'll see about that. Are you going to tell me where Perry White is? No, no, if you turn me in... I'll get a life sentence, so I won't talk unless you make a deal. Well, let me see. I think the Sky Roller Coaster will make you change your mind. Away! Having fun, Uh Neil, sir? Look out! Ready to tell me where Mr. White is? No, no. You're a tough customer, but I think a drop through space will soften you up. what, what do you mean? I mean I'm going to let you fall. No, no, no! I'll be killed. Are you ready to fall? No, no, no! Wait. wait. Okay then. Here you go. Hold so on. Stop.
2: Help! Superman! Help! Help! All right, I've got you,
3: Nielsen. This time. Next time I may not catch you on time. Now are you ready to tell me where Mister White is? No, 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 no! I won't. Not unless you 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 promise to let me get away. Still stubborn, eh? Well, you won't stay stubborn long.
4: Hey, Joe How long do you think we'll have to stay holed up in this warehouse with this old goat, Perry White? Huh, Joe? I told you what Nielsen said For certain stories in an old edition of the Daily Planet Nielsen's gonna
3: send Brownie over here in a car, see? He'll give the horn four long blasts, see? That means we
4: get white the business and then scram with brownies, see? Well, me, I I hope the story ain't in the planet. Because I don't like no rough stuff, especially on Christmas. Ah, stop being a sortie. Remember that Brock Nielsen is the boss, see? And what he says, go, see? Yeah, sure, sure, I know. but Shut I was playing... Give me a painting on the... Hey... Hey, what's the matter with White? Oh, yes. Well, I don't uh, think... care plenty, you, you hoodlums, and unless you take these ghosts off me. Hey, well, he the got the here. gag out of his mouth, Joe. Uh, I guess we'd better put it back. Now, out. look here. Oh, what for? He could yell his head off and nobody would hear him. Now, listen to me, you... Shut you... up,
3: Grandpa. Grandpa?
4: What, why, for
3: two... Shut things, up, I, I... Said. I'll smack you so hard, you won't need a gag, see? Now, you listen to me. You men are crazy if you think you can get away with this. Don't you know kidnapping is a capital offense in this state? <laughs> Get him, Eddie. <laughs> a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll both laugh uh, out of the other side of your mouth when the police catch up with you for abducting a private citizen, uh, the editor of a great newspaper. And, uh, and if you do anything about finishing me, you'll... Yes, um, you'll... If a story was in your newspaper today, we'll do more to you than just talking. Why, right? uh... Uh, Eddie? <laughs> yeah. You, you... You wouldn't dare. Uh, no. 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 no? No. No. Let me tell you something. You'll just wait and see. Hey, Joe, the car horn. Yeah, shut up, listen. Is it Brownie? Yeah, four blasts. That's him, all right.
4: Okay, Grandpa, this is it. The end of the line for you. No, 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 wait a minute, Joe. Maybe we can find some... Shut it, Eddie. We got work to do. Come on.
3: Joe and Eddie approach the helpless Perry White. What will happen? We'll return in a moment with the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, you know what I found out the other day? Well, I discovered that the girls in our block have collected more different comic buttons from that new series Kellogg's Pep is putting out than the fellas have. And the boys are sure worked up about it. No kidding. They're, They're getting busy right now trying to get ahead of the girls. Well, it's a load of fun, isn't it, gang? First off, it's exciting when Mom opens a new package of pet to see which button you'll find inside. Uh, Maybe it's Judy or Corky from Gasoline Alley, or the Inspector, or Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate, even more fun, because then you can negotiate a trade with one of your pals. And no matter which button it is, it's bound to be mighty keen-looking, bright comic strip colors on a sparkling white background, a real humdinger. And you know, the best part is, it's so easy to collect these nifty buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep and look inside every package for your new comic button. You can look forward to some mighty good eating, too, when Pep heads the breakfast menu. These good whole wheat flakes have the good flavor that makes you want to eat hearty. They're loaded with catchy sunshine flavor. That's P-E-P, gang, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As Joe and Eddie in the warehouse with Perry White hear the four blasts of the car horn signaling the end for the gray-haired editor Perry White, Superman is high in the sky with Brock Nielsen, trying to force the racketeer leader to reveal where White is being held. As we join them now, miles up in the sky, Superman is saying, Talk, Nielsen, and talk fast. Or I'm going to let you fall again. No, 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 don't do it, Superman. And tell me, where is Perry White? Come on, come on, talk fast or I'll let you fall. Where is he? He, yes. Uh, uh, he's in the warehouse on uh, on Clinton Street. Where on
2: Clinton Street? Number
3: uh, number seventy-two. Seventy-two Clinton, eh? All right, then. But, but uh, I I'm afraid it's too late. What? But my man Brownie must must be there already. You'd better pray, Nielsen. Pray that it's not too late. Away! <laughs> Carrying the thoroughly cowed racketeer leader, Superman rockets through the sky, bound for the warehouse on Clinton Street, where Joe has just said to Perry White, This is it, Grandpa. This is the end of the line for you. Will Superman, traveling with the speed of light, be in time to save the gray-haired editor who dared to defy a ruthless gang of racketeers? Tomorrow tells the story, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Taps, the Sunshine Serial when you shiver out of bed on a frosty morning, gang, that's Crumbles Weather. That's when you want a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. Kellogg's Crumbles. Why, just the name makes you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumble, sort of sweet and mellow rich. The only cereal in the whole wide world made in those crinkly shreds of real whole wheat. You bet, gang. This is Crumbles Weather. Time for crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.
1: Welcome back. Well, Kent got Miller so nervous he spilled the beans. That gave them a good lead. Looks like the baddies were meaning business about killing White, apparently. It was no idle threat. So it's a good thing Superman got the location of where perry white is the recording quality got icky there in the middle for a little bit but it it was still good and kent had a great monologue about christmas and and godliness i was amazed to hear it i was encouraged to hear christianity so uplifted too often uh, christians are called bigots and, and other things you know as a christian i may disagree with some people but i still show love genuine love and respect it was good to see that reflected here poco had to play a song again and i'd almost gotten it out of my head too finally we got to hear bullets bounce off our hero how long has it been since we've heard that staple of the hero or was i just missing it because it seems like it's been forever to me and superman's fright flight with the creep nielsen that was a good touch too one thing about it, the show kept you on edge till the very last minute. In fact, it looks like we won't get to see the final solution until the first of the next serial. As the serial as a whole ends, let's talk about it for a second. All in all, the housing riot was a fun adventure, and it was. An honor hosting such a good, clean program. I was glad to see tons of action in this serial. But I really think they should have provided the solution in part nine instead of making us wait till the first part of the next story. The good thing about it, we didn't need to see Batman here intervene. The only thing really missing was Lois. And I guess you can't have it all. So, we got a good deal, though. All in all, it was a fun show, and I'm glad to have been a part of it. It's awesome to be able to have recorded this, the longest episode in the show's history. Adam, I know you're listening, so I, I just want to tell you, I hope I've done right by you, and uh, I'd love to hear from you as to how I've done on this serial for the four weeks I've been here. As you may know, listeners, next week Blaine Dowler will take over with 15-minute episodes again. I hope you've enjoyed me as much as I've enjoyed doing this, If you want to keep hearing me, there's more adventure with Into the Lion's Den audiobook podcast. You can find it on iTunes or by finding the streaming link at facebook.com slash protectorsofthebook. You'll also find a bunch of other stuff there on that page. If you do find the page because of this show, drop me a line there, will you? But until next time, for your host Adam Graham, this is Nathan Caldwell.